0: Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Bereziki.
1: Hello there once again. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Mike, along with Joel. Uh, We'll take a few minutes to uh, get into the scripture here, but uh, Joel, always good to be with you. Uh, One exciting thing that we've talked about before, is uh, technology and uh, just how we can reach out and communicate with each other anywhere in the world? Those who are listening to us right now, we sure do appreciate hearing from you. Uh, when you stop and think about it, as we look at the the scriptures and, and talk so much about the Bible, um, you know Paul and his writings to the believers in the New Testament—that's that was handwritten stuff. <laughs> they didn't have. Uh, all these different gadgets and email and and, uh, computers and so forth to to type it all out, handwritten and and, uh, obviously with the inspiration of the Spirit of God. But, Joel, we've been able to uh, hear from some people who have caught our program here on Grace Walk Radio.
0: Yeah, we've uh, been able to hear from... Quite a few people over the last several months, and uh, you know, maybe we'll just um, maybe over our next uh, few shows, Mike, we might just uh, read what what some people have said just uh, before we get into the main part of our program. Just because we're encouraged when we hear from from listeners, and uh, we think that this, this message of grace, as it's going out around the world, uh, it's it's something that, you know, like you say, Mike, technology. Is making so much of this stuff possible that never would have been possible even ten years ago, you know, even you know twenty years ago, and like you say, two thousand years ago when uh, when m- much of the Bible was written, and then and then the, the years prior to that where much of the Old Testament was written. Well, anyway, um, just want to touch on one uh, one email that we got a while back. Uh, this is from Edwin. He lives in the Netherlands now. Here, you and I, Mike, we're sitting here in Waterloo, Iowa. In the United States of America. And somehow this uh, this person from from the Netherlands. Well, I'll just read what he says and how he kind of came across our our uh, program. He says, uh, Hi, Joel, I just discovered your growing in grace podcast while I was searching the Internet for some kind of grace messages. It is a huge blessing to listen to you and Mike talking. The first time I heard you guys, I almost had tears in my eyes as I heard two guys on the other side of the world, and he says, I live in the Netherlands, express exactly the same things that I have learned about the grace of our Lord Jesus. Sadly enough, here in the Netherlands, there isn't any place where the truth about the grace of God is being taught. So the Internet is really a great help and a huge resource for me. I want to encourage you and uh, I want to, I just want to encourage you that your broadcast is going all over the world and is probably planting seeds in the hearts of people all over the place. Keep up the good work and keep telling people about the greatest message the world has ever seen, the grace of God. We received in our Lord Jesus, and he signs it, your friend in Christ, and his name is Edwin. So uh, just just the fact that our program, you know, you and, you and I, Mike, we started this off, and, and we do currently, rec- uh, our program is on Grace Walk Internet Radio, which is found online at gracewalk.org. Many people are listening that way, and other people have found our podcast. We, we basically archive the, uh, the Grace Walk show that we do on a blog and uh, you can find that at graceroots.org. And people have found the, our our program, and not to this is not at all to pat ourselves on the back, but just what he said here. There's not, a, you know, here in the Netherlands, there isn't a place where the truth about the grace of God is being taught. I mean, to be able to have found something like what you and I talk about, just in in this casual conversation that you and I have, Mike, just uh, for someone around the world to have uh, been able to be encouraged in the message of grace, in God's grace. Just that God would set things up that way, it encourages me, and I hope it encourages many listeners as well, to to keep up this spreading the good news, spreading the message of God's grace.
1: Well, one of the things that excited me about that letter, the thing that really touched me, Joel, is that uh, maybe for the first time in my life, I might have brought tears to someone's eyes in a positive way. <laughs> that that encouraged me a lot but now kidding around just a little bit but yeah you know when you're in an area where you may not have um access to the teaching of God's grace uh or you know the exchange life ministry type of message then here with technology again uh you can access so much I know there's a lot of bad stuff on the Internet, but, you know, there's a lot of good, too. And this is just another example. Over the weekend, Joel, I got together with some family, uh, many of whom I hadn't seen for a long time. And uh, like me, many of them have now become (laughs) (laughs) middle-aged, even more than me. And uh, one one, uh, of my cousins, when I mentioned something about looking something up on the Internet, she says, oh, I don't do that. Uh, you know she she didn't have the cell phone gadget and she was pretty good with that but she she just didn't look things up online i i, I told her you know there's something called google now that works pretty well <laughs> and uh, she said oh no i could never do that well i think we were talking about vacations and i, I can when i when i go to a different town in a different state looking for hotels and different things to do i mean the internet is my life while i'm researching all of this stuff and there's so many different things you can do to compare and map things out Uh, price-wise and otherwise, and I just sat there, and (laughs) this is how much my world has changed. I sat there scratching my head, thinking to myself, how can she go do this stuff, try and and, and enter another city without Google, without the Internet, without Mm -hmm. access to all of this information? (laughs) Of course, we all used to do it, but uh, she's missing out on some opportunities there, uh, some information that she otherwise wouldn't know and And I think w- we with technology today uh, can also do the same thing in a in a positive way and impact people's lives for the glory of of, of god and and with the message of righteousness.
0: Yeah, the message of righteousness uh, being spread in the way it is in in ways that you know we never would have imagined. I mean, when you look at what the Bible says about what what the church is, you know, the body of Christ, we are all. You and I, were members of Christ and we're members of each other, and somehow in this day and age, uh, something that we believe God is doing is that he is connecting members of the body of Christ around the world in ways that, you know, back when the Bible was written, they never could have ever imagined. And so we're thankful for that. We're thankful for what God is doing uh to spread the message of, you know, uh, the word you said there Mike, uh his righteousness, the message of God's righteousness. And that kind of leads us I guess into what we're uh, we're talking about today. Mike, you had uh, uh mentioned a verse to me as we were talk as beforehand we were discussing what we might talk about. Uh there's a verse several verses we want to touch on uh John 6. Uh, you know Jesus is talking to you know some people. He's talking to his his disciples, and they're asking him some questions. And there's a lot of rich stuff that Jesus shares with them. And Mike, maybe you want to uh, get into this. The the one question in particular that they asked Jesus that just his answer would just blow the religious mind away. Just it would just blow a person away who who. Uh, you know, wouldn't quite understand exactly where Jesus is coming from here.
1: Well, and let me back up, Joel, in, in, in Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, Jesus made a statement, I'm kind of picking up in the middle here just to make a point to get to John 6, what you were talking about, but mm-hmm. Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Uh, That's Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Have you ever made the statement that uh, I'm just so hungry for more of God? I'm just so hungry for more uh, of Him. Uh, And and I'm I'm so thirsty. I want to learn more. I, I know as a young Christian, especially under some of the bondage of legalism, <clears throat> that was something I used to say quite a bit, and I heard others say it too. It's like you just couldn't get enough, you had to have more, and and you just felt like there was this emptiness that just needed to be filled with more of the Word. And uh, maybe there's a place for that, but so much of it is misdirected. So to get to John chapter 6, what you were referring to, Joel, uh, you know, Jesus is, is hanging out uh, with uh, some people, including the disciples, and... and uh, I'm going to pick up here in, in John six twenty eight, they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? What should we do? Uh, Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who sent me. Isn't that 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 just blows my mind? For years I must have skimmed over this because I I was asking the same question, What can I do? What more can I do? Uh, I just want to please God. I I want to be used by him. Uh, Nothing wrong with that if it's in the proper context. But uh, people are are wanting to try to establish their own righteousness so often when they say, what is it that I can do? What more can I do uh, that we may work the works of God so that God can be manifested through our lives? And Jesus said, here's the work of God. Just believe in him who sent me. Heavy stuff.
0: Well, you know, Mike, I've been in, um, you know, having been in the Pentecostal church and and, uh, and having uh seen some of the more uh, charismatic uh, uh things that go on, and, and really, there, I think uh they you know, the Charismatics and Pentecostals have um have a hold of something that I think uh, many people don't. I mean, a in, in in a good way. And I'm what I'm saying here it might sound like I'm making fun of them, and I, and I kind of am, just in some of the things that I've seen. Just I've been in the services where it's either the preachers preaching or someone out in the audience. Oh, God, I'm just hungry. I'm just hungry. You know, I'm just thirsty or else or else the the soft music starts playing and it's are you hungry? Are you hungry for more of God? Are you hungry for righteousness? And and you just and I've been part of that. And and, um, I was I was part of that when I started understanding more and more about what God's righteousness was really all about. And. And really, Jesus gave the answer uh, to uh, to being hungry for righteousness, for being thirsty for righteousness, for being hungry and thirsty for for Jesus. You know, He says, "This is the work of God that you believe in Him whom He sent." And and He goes on, and actually, we might have to pick up on more of this next time because we just got a couple minutes left here. But Jesus does go on uh, just a few sentences later. You know, He says. I am the bread of life. This is what Jesus says. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst.
1: yeah and Joel, ahead. just to go back to Matthew, you know, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. But here he said just to just just to emphasize what you read, uh he who comes to me, in other words, those who come to Jesus and believe in him, like what he was just referring to here in this passage. Those who believe in Him, coming to Jesus, shall never hunger or thirst after righteousness again.
0: Isn't that something else? I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's almost as if you know we we don't believe that or we don't trust that, or or like you said, you know, we we must have skimmed that verse over, uh, and, and maybe a lot of the church is, is doing that these days. Uh, and and I remember coming across verses like this. Uh, i i would i didn't get it and so i just skimmed past it you know this is the work of god that you believe in him whom he sent and i and i would have thought there's got to be more to it than that i mean there's there's just got to be something more but when we you know it, it, maybe we'll get into uh some verses from romans next time but you know, where, you know where paul is talking he says you know the gospel is a revelation of god's righteousness so if you're hungering and thirsting for righteousness, maybe it's because you're trusting in your own righteousness, which which will never fill, you know, will never fill you, which will never make you you right with God. But if you're trusting in the work of God, which is believing in Him whom He sent, if we're trusting in the righteousness of God that's been given to us freely as a gift. Uh, then that way we won't have to hunger and thirst any longer. And I'm sorry we got to get uh, going for this one, Mike, but we'll we'll pick up on this, I'm sure, next time. I'm Joel uh, Brzezinski along with Mike Kapler. Uh, get a hold of us if you'd like to. Uh, check out more at graceroots.org. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to
1: live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.